0: So the main thing here is if you want your social media to stand out and if you really want to build your client base on social media and using social media as a tool, it can't be an afterthought. You need systems and you need strategy and just know that you got to start putting this at the top of your list for your marketing strategy um, if you really want to excel at it and it can be the best tool that you use. Hey I'm Allie,
1: and I'm Zach, and we're realtors in Madison, Wisconsin.
0: We've ditched all the cheesy sales tactics and sleazy scripts to craft a real estate business we truly love using the power of social media and beyond. We created the Social Agents Club podcast to give you simple step-by-step strategies and systems to transform your business, give you more freedom, and help you do more of what you love and less of what you don't. If you're a go-getter realtor who wants a strong foundation and a badass referral-generating community around you, and you don't wanna be boring, this podcast is for you. Let's Let's do it.
1: Hey, 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 what's up everybody? We are excited to be back with you here on our podcast, episode two, We have come a long way. We've come a long way. I know you guys have been anxiously waiting for this every single day, calling us, texting us, when's episode two coming out? Well, here it is, guys, and we're excited to be back in your eardrums.
0: Okay, well, today is a hot topic. It is all about social media, and we are going to break down three mistakes that you're making on social media when it comes to marketing your real estate business. Okay, so... Let's backtrack a little bit and talk about our social media journey. Good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in our last episode, we talked about how we were doing a lot of cold calling and door knocking and open houses and all those things are great. However, for us personally, we didn't uh, really see the return on that. We weren't able to really build and grow a sustainable business that way. And with the uh, f- like the first few of my transactions, they started to come from my sphere. And I was like, I'm seeing way more results just coming from my sphere. So why don't I put more energy into that? Um, and so then I started doing more stuff with social media. So Zach, tell us about <laughs> our extremely nerdy start to social media.
1: Yeah, I guess we've done a little bit of everything throughout these uh, many years. And uh, not trying to brag, but you were a pioneer in the social media game back in uh, 2016. I think when you came on the scene, people were like, wow, you're doing a lot of different things uh, at the time. I think a lot of people were just doing like just listed, accepted offer, just sold. And that seemed to be the primary uh, postings. And I guess we were, too. I mean, definitely we were. But you know what I think it was, Al? I think you were the one of the first people to like use Canva. I think that's what it was because everyone was you're kind right. of, I think that's really what it was because yours were sort of the first ones that looked like good, right?
0: I don't know. So for us, we started just kind of like posting stuff like we normally would on social media. And then, you know, we saw the traction, we saw the engagement um, and we saw leads coming in that way or people from our sphere noticing our stuff and we're staying top of mind And so then we decided, okay, let's really double down into social media. And we started making a plan and, um, you know, we made tons of mistakes (laughs) and we're going to talk about those, but we started doing a lot of video,
1: having a lot of fun with that. You know, we were, uh, doing, being silly, being ourselves and, um, I think people, people gravitated towards that.
0: Yeah. So we started uh, breaking away from just real estate content and started focusing more on, gosh, ourselves, I guess, and our life and lifestyle. Um, And so there are a lot of pluses to that. And then also we learned a lot of lessons in that as well. So anyways, all of that to say is that we have put a huge emphasis on social media. And it is, I mean, I think it has hands down been the number one thing that, has been a driving force in our business.
1: I would agree.
0: (laughs) So we use it as a community building tool.
1: You know, it's just staying in touch with people and, uh, uh, you know, reminding them you're in real estate, but also reminding them that you're a person.
0: Exactly. Okay. So before we get started into the three mistakes that we have learned from and that we're excited to share with you, I think that a lot of people want to fast track, you know, they want the easy way out and they think that social media is going to be the easy way out. And the truth is, it is an amazing tool, but it isn't necessarily like easy. We put a lot of thought and effort into it, and that's important to us. So the main thing here is if you want your social media to stand out, and if you really want to build your client base on social media and using social media as a tool, it can't be an afterthought. You need systems, and you need strategy. And that's all about, you know, we're all about that. So we're excited to teach that to you. But just know that you got to start putting this at the top of your list for your marketing strategy um, if you really want to excel at it. And it can be the best tool that you use. okay so moving on to mistake number one, using generic templates.
1: A little foreshadowing back there if I did myself. (laughs) Don't don't do that
0: i'm leaving that in
1: (laughs) well yes al how many times do we see a generic templated thing with no engagement only to go to another realtor who has the same exact post and the same lack there of (laughs) engagement
0: and i don't think you know there's usually probably not a whole lot of overlap with actual client like you know potential clients that are seeing all of these posts like we are when we follow people, other realtors.
1: You know, it's so funny, though, if I may get off on a thing here. it. it I feel like there's like kind of uh, fads, like some realtors you'll see. Uh, I remember back in our old company, there'll be like three realtors that start doing this one thing. And then remember that one where it would all post the same thing at the same exact time. So you'd scroll through and you'd be like five different realtors posting the same exact thing. And then, sure enough, like slowly but surely, people were like, all right, this is dumb (laughs) and embarrassing. And they quit and they quit and they quit and they quit and they quit. And then there, but there's always like another one that pops up, like a different templated, uh, generic, uh, you know, system out there that posts for realtors.
0: Yes. Which is, you know, it's definitely important to be uh, consistent in your content. So that's great. However, just like, does anybody out there, If you're using those templated posts, you know, with like the buyer tip or the cleaning checklist or the seller tip or whatever, um, is anybody getting engagement on those? I want to know. Does that produce results for you?
1: Yeah. And what you do, Al, when you're when you're constantly posting things that don't get engagement is Facebook is now saying, oh, people don't want to see this. So the algorithm is going to uh, deplete you. They're going to say you're posting crap no one cares about. No one's engaging. Therefore, future posts are also going to perform less. So that's what it's really important, guys. So you might think, oh, it's just consistency. I just have to post eight times a day. If you post eight times a day and get three total likes a day, Facebook's going to say these people are spammers. They're literally going to say they're just setting on spam and you'll get a 12 12 you know person reach per thing and then it's it's a it's a hole you have to dig yourself out of to basically tell facebook no i'm sorry i wasn't spamming people i just uh you know didn't know what I was doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got some bad advice, maybe. Yeah. Ugh. So anyways, the generic templates are, you know, we talked about there the seller tip, the buyer tip, and maybe, oh, there's some really pretty ones out there. They look really nice. Um, however, I just want you to ask yourself if you're using them or if you're thinking about using them, what's the strategy behind that? And are you balancing those with showing up as yourself. Cause your brand, in you know, we're a service-based industry mm-hmm. and our brand is ourselves. We have to build that know-like and trust factor online. Yes, we have to establish ourselves as an expert. I just don't know that those canned or what do you call them? Just the templated, straight up templated posts are really doing anything for you. And in fact, they may be hurting you in the long run if that's the only thing that's in your strategy.
1: Love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was really good.
0: So of course, we do need to, you know, you want to show up as yourself, which what we're going to talk about next. But you do need to balance that with actual purposeful content, right? So you have to post those pieces of content that probably aren't going to perform as well as like your cute dog or, you know, You and your spouse, or your family, or something. You do have to post, you know, make those posts and put that content out there. It's just, we really need that balance. So I think there's just a little bit more of your personality that needs to be added in to those more, you know, purposeful posts, those real estate related posts um, to still maintain the integrity of your brand, even though it's a simple seller checklist or whatever. Um, so I think there's a way to do this well, and there's a way to not do it well. And I think some of it is just that copy and paste style, not my thing. Okay, mistake number two, this is a big one. only posting business stuff or real estate related content.
1: Mm, that's good. And we talked a little bit about it, a little foreshadowing. Wow. Man, you know, this podcast is full of foreshadowing. Uh, we t- <laughs> we talked about that earlier when it comes to, balance and making the algorithm think that you're not a spammer and having kind of a healthy mix of both personal and business.
0: Yes. So let's talk about when I talk about okay, what are we going to post about? I like to think about who's in our audience. Mm. So I say there's three main groups in your audience. Okay. So people that are thinking of buying a home and now or in the near future people that are thinking of selling a home now or in the near future and then everybody else. Mm. So which one do you think is going to be the biggest category?
1: Probably everyone else. Correct. Oh, thank you. Write that down, people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we need to establish ourselves as the expert. And of course we want to be, you know, we are realtors. We want to speak to categories number one and number two. And, We also want to be speaking directly to, well, everybody else, okay? So how are we getting the um, engagement and the likes and the comments and whatever that's going to lead to more people seeing your content, which leads to a bigger audience, right? And that's what we want. So when you're only posting real estate-related content, maybe that's helpful for a few people that are following you on social media, (laughs) But it's probably boring and doesn't really convict anyone to like stop scrolling, right? If the majority of the people who follow you or who just know you, if they're not looking to buy or sell, are they still getting something fun or community building out of what you're posting.
1: Mm, I like that.
0: So I usually say only about 20% of your content should actually be um, super focused on what service you provide or what you're selling, right? So 20% of your content should be a big ask. The rest of it should be engaging and personal and fun because remember, uh, you know, we're really trying to build that no like and trust factor. And also, one step beyond that, with you as your brand, I think that you're trying to build like a culture of raving fans. And Russell Brunson, in one of his books, Expert ooh Seeds,
1: name drop
0: name dropping, um, <laughs> he says culture like C U L T hyphen U R E culture of raving fans. Not that we want to be, you know, leaders of a cult, but we want to bulletproof our business. We want to stay top of mind. We want those raving fans that are just ready to refer us to their friends and family. That's the point. I think very rarely you're actually going to get someone who's like, Oh yeah, I saw one post on your social media and now I want to buy or sell with you. It's, you know, usually like through a period of time, seeing your content, remembering that you sell real estate and knowing you as a person is what's going to draw people into using you.
1: Agreements.
0: Obviously, this is like totally my jam.
1: Well, this is your specialty. So take the lead on this one, Boo.
0: Well, I think a lot of my, a lot of the things that I've learned, I've learned from, I don't just take advice from people who do social media for realtors. Mm. I've learned from people that are doing social media for a lot of different service-based industries. Um, And I think that's helped kind of switch my mindset and open me up to new possibilities. And, uh, you know, you can see it in our results. Okay, so I teach and I also do, I kind of rotate between five content pillars to make sure that my audience is seeing a variety of different content and also to help me consistently come up with unique ideas for what I'm posting. So I have five content pillars and one of them or one or two can be real estate related. Maybe one is buyers and one is sellers and the rest of them are like things that are that I'm passionate about. So things like being a mom, body positivity for me and like spreadsheets and systems (laughs) because I'm an organization and my planner, all that kind of stuff because I'm really passionate about that. So find just a few things that you can rotate your content around so people really get to know who you are. But also then you kind of put some Boundaries around what you're going to post about. So you're not just stuck overthinking, well, what the heck am I going to post about today? So, to help you with this, I have a free tool if you don't have it already. It is how to plan one month of content in just 15 minutes. So, I want you to stop overthinking and stop just feeling like you don't know what to post that's actually going to build your audience and grow that engagement. And this tool is going to help you. It's just a PDF guide with a worksheet and super helpful for you. So I'm going to link that below in the show notes. Okay. So step out of your comfort zone and post something that's not real estate related, right? Love that. Love that. I think a great easy way to do this is on Instagram
1: stories. Oh,
0: we all know that video is is a very useful tool. Yes. in your marketing.
1: You know, Al, what's interesting is that yes, I have had realtors and and even just friends come up to me that don't even know you personally that have like asked how you're doing and you know like actually specifically said, you know, certain things that we've covered and talked about in our video and I don't know if I should give this example. Can uh-huh. I give this example?
0: Yeah, we can always edit it out if it's not good.
1: Okay. So, we're thinking uh okay, we're thinking of selling our house. Let's just put it that way. Let's just put it that way. And so I posted, we have a group, you know, for our brokerage, it's a small group. And I posted, uh, you know, our house for sale. I didn't say it was our house. I said, you know, there's a potential seller might be selling this house. And people, people started commenting. They're like, well, you're selling your house? You're selling your house? I was like, none of you have been in my house At all, these are old pictures from when we first bought the house. So, like, it's not updated with like the most recent, you know, stuff, but like because we were doing a lot of videos when we first moved in. Remember, Allie? We were doing um uh we were doing we were vlogging, um, and people were obviously tuning in and remembered two years later. I thought that was the most hilarious thing. I thought this was like incognito, no one would know, (laughs) and like immediately people are like, I know that house, where are you moving?
0: So if you want people to know where you live. Yeah,
1: if you want people to know where you live, I was <laughs> like, wow. I Because we don't post a lot of pictures of our house. It must right. have been from the video and also from, you know, the pictures of our house. But that's kind of the point is that people people see and they remember.
0: Yeah, and they, they get to know you and they feel like, like part of your family.
1: Oh, that's the thing, Al. With video, people feel like they know you. Do you ever, you know, think about it, guys. Do you ever watch a TV show and you... Uh, or a movie, and you feel like you're friends with those people. Like you feel like you can relate to them and uh, like that you know them on a personal level. Psychology <laughs> Psychology says, if you make videos, people will, you know, they'll they'll feel like they know you.
0: Well, and what's so nice about that, too, is just beyond our clients, I feel like, and I hope that we have established really good relationships with other agents in our marketplace. And that has helped us so much in our business too. And that's kind of like a, you know, added benefit that we weren't expecting. Um, So showing up as yourself and on video is super important. And okay, back to what I was saying before, a great way to practice doing this. um, If you're uncomfortable on video or whatever is Instagram stories, they only stay up for uh, 24 hours um, and I don't know it's just I think the the content that you can post in a story is just super laid back like hey I'm doing this check out what I found at the grocery store I think this would be gross I don't know I just that, <laughs> what? I don't know if I just popped into my head like strawberry milk or something oh. like, see if people you know just Easy, like spur of the moment is kind of the style of the Instagram stories. I think that's a great place to start. If you have not really done videos, you don't need to edit anything. Just tell people what you're doing in your day and be like, hey, happy whatever day it is. Super easy. Yeah. Okay. So we covered number one, which was using generic templates. (laughs) And then we covered number two, which was only posting about real estate stuff. And number three is a really big one. (laughs) They're all big. I said that for everyone. But number three is not having a call to action.
1: So, Allie, what is a call to action?
0: Okay. So this is where the magic happens. So you go from, this is how you go from like a like on social media and you're starting to lead people down to a sale, right? Or a purchase, whatever. I gotta roll up my sleeves for this. Roll up your sleeves, I'm babe. Mo. Passionate about this. Call to action is how you're going to capture someone's um contact information, for example. Or maybe you're just telling people, hey, like this post if you agree with what I'm saying. Like, like this post if you are super sick of the snow outside. Mm. And I would like that a million times. It's snowy here in Wisconsin and it's march and i'm not a fan of it same so there's like engagement ctas or call to actions that would be like like this post if you agree comment below what you're doing this weekend that just encourages that community building sometimes it totally flops and that's totally fine whatever It also trains your audience that it's okay to comment on what you're posting, that that's what you're looking for. And then there's also more purposeful calls to action CTAs. And that would be like, hey, download my free guide by clicking this link. Comment below if you want access. Send me a private message if you want access to these coming soon listings, stuff like that. This is huge. And this is something that we really missed out on that, you know, this was a big mistake that we made is in our strategy. We were all and which is fine because we were learning and just kind of throwing stuff out there and seeing what works. But we didn't have like a really good strategy for where we were posting our content and like what we were doing with that content. Right. We just, you know, had fun making the content, which is perfectly fine. Um, But there are definitely something a lot. A lot of things that I would do differently Going if I went back, right?
1: Definitely. And you know what? Having a call to action, uh, not only does it you know, lead to more people commenting, but it also increases the engagement, which, again, Facebook will think, hey, people are engaging on this one. They'll send it out to more people, which will in turn create more engagement.
0: Exactly. Not it's just-
1: exponential.
0: Oh, wow. Math. We got math and psychology and yeah.
1: Follow me more. (laughs) Don't go to college. Follow me.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay. If you don't have a call to action, you just don't really have a clear strategy and the purpose of your social media content. So the way I teach it is instead of your motivation or your goal to be, okay, I know I have to post something today um, because I know I'm supposed to, and what the heck am I going to post? And then just kind of creating a piece of content, and then the same thing happens again. Oh, crap, what am I going to post? And then you create another piece of content, and that cycle just continues with no real strategy. Instead of that, I teach the fegal formula for Mm -hmm. scheduling content. (laughs) I just made that up, but that's our last name. Anyways, it's taking, okay, what's the purpose of my social media and then what content am I creating that points back to that purpose? So making sure that everything aligns and is purposeful and you know what you're doing and you have a strategy and a plan that follows that strategy, that's super, super important. And so the lead magnet or the call to action is part of that strategy and part of having, you know, a, a clear purpose for your content and that is to get more engagement and to have a way for people to fall like get a hold of you because they want a specific piece of the the real estate puzzle. So like, you know, if they have a question about how much it's really going to cost to to buy a house, you have that information and you're just promoting those little pieces of information, those bite-sized pieces of information and getting people's email addresses or contact information in exchange for that. So that's a big piece that going back to number one, those generic like template copy and paste things, they probably don't have that lead capture system or the call to action like built in with them. And that's just really missing the a big piece of the puzzle. Not saying that you have like a million people knocking on your door, like looking for this lead magnet, But having that call to action with a specific lead magnet helps you filter the people in your audience that, hey, these people must be looking for a home soon because they downloaded my buyer guide or whatever. So you really wanna make sure that your content has a purpose, right? Not every single post needs to have a purpose, but you just wanna have that plan. And if you need help with lead magnets or um, kind of a strategy with what I'm talking about here. I do have a template pack for realtors and it includes way more than just the lead magnets that you've got like buyer and seller packets and a closing packet. And then you've also got two lead magnets for buyers and two lead magnets for sellers. So, That's a huge benefit for you. I'll link it down in the show notes as well.
1: Now, you really should check these out, guys. So, it's very, very different from what we were talking about before, which is generic templates, right? Oh, right. Because we're, Ellie created something where you can customize them to you, right?
0: Right. You can customize all of them um, very easily. And I'm going to, and I give you a little video training on how to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. So, it's something that looks nice. We know for a fact that it's helped out our business a ton. Uh, And at the same time, it's something that you, you know, you got to put a little bit of work into it, not too much. 80% of it's already there. But if you want to make it your own, and you know what? You don't even have to make it your own if you don't want to, but we would definitely recommend that.
0: Okay. So let's review those three mistakes. Number one, using generic templates for your social media strategy. And that's the only thing we use. Big mistake. (laughs) Number two, only posting about real estate because we want to see more of you. And number three is not having a call to action or any kind of strategy for your content. So hopefully this was helpful for you. This is stuff I get super excited about. Lastly, I guess my call to action here as well, I am really excited to be launching a membership program. Um, I will be giving you kind of a whole social system based on my four pillar, um, well, social system. So that is ideas for your social media content, for monthly letters, monthly emails, pot buys, um, gift giving and client events. So each month you're gonna get access to brand new content that you can use in your business to help you systematize and streamline and, and well, simplify.
1: Yeah, you're gonna wanna get on that waitlist for sure. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You gotta check it out.
0: Yes, so I will link below how you can get added to the waitlist. And you may be getting a very special offer just for people on my waitlist. So you definitely don't want to miss that. I will link that below. That will be the Systematize Your Social membership. And I think that's all we have for you.
1: All right. Well, from the Fiegel team
0: go out and get social. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We are so grateful to have a supportive community who also likes to get weird and have fun. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. And also we'd be so thankful if you could leave a rating and a review for us. We'll see you next time on the Social Agents Club. Until then, make it a great day.